Listening to the Barracks Podcast by Kirsten Aho and Amanda Keene. I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in the night. The views, comments, statements, and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the official position of the Salvation Army. Welcome, everybody, to the season finale. You know what? I've seen a lot of season finales. Do you have, like, a favorite one, Kiri? Like, of shows that you've seen, like, season finale episodes? No, I don't. I don't watch TV, like... I watch TV, but I watch it like the one where you like just binge everything. So I don't even know when a season ends most of the time. Oh, yeah. Because it just plays the next episode. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. The ones. And now I feel like we can't really talk in depth about the season finales finales, because we want to spoil things. But like if anybody has seen Schitt's Creek, Mm. like that one was good. Um, the like very, very last season, like finale new girl, new girl, like the very last, last episode. I mean, season finales. Well, this is where we are. This is where we are people. (laughs) Where we are. This is where we are. A season finale. This is in case you are binge listening to our podcast, which I don't know (laughs) why you would do that, but maybe you are. This is a season finale, FYI. FYI. Um, I want to take a poll of how many people like Joshua Hubbard, and he admitted this, that um, has like turned down significantly the theme song of our, of our uh, season. Excuse not me? all the way, not all the way, but like turned it down a little bit because it is so powerful <laughs> i think the word is brash, brash. it's I a trying- brash theme song at this point um <laughs> i think my dad asked or was it my brother my brother john asked if we're gonna be sticking with it <laughs> we're gonna be sticking or are with- you just gonna change it up for the next season <laughs> well it's um it it's this particular one is written and performed by Zane Kohler. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a little over the top and brilliant. Um, also brilliant and over the top. And then apparently, catchy. and you listener and catchy, very catchy, very catchy. Um, everyone was surprised that I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like I thought she had probably, she was probably having a bad day that day, but that's cool. What? It works is for this- me. It works for me. Amanda was like, (laughs) I mean, Amanda's. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Amanda's fun, but she's also pretty professional. So is it that my professionalism has gone out the window? It's possible. It's possible. It's possible because I said hell in one episode. You just said it again right now. Look, oh, okay. Well, H-E double okay, hockey sticks. Well, like we're H- referring I... to it. <laughs> okay, I said H-E double hockey sticks now twice. Um, and H-E-double I allowed hockey sticks. H-E double hockey sticks. I haven't said that since I was like in first grade. Um, <laughs> and I also allowed the Zane vocals to start our podcast, which is hilarious to me, but I just feel like that's who I am. Maybe this is Amanda completely unfiltered. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Amanda. Mm -hmm. Clapping and clapping. Yes. I have fully gone into my four self on the Enneagram and have just, I like feel good about like, why are you looking at me like that? I didn't know you were a four. I'm a two, but (laughs) in growth, I go to a four. Oh, cool. Wait, that growth? artistic like sit with your feelings and just like 
be who you are like that's that's where i'm at okay yeah yeah so anyway <laughs> well our our guest today i i now want to ask so but first we'll introduce we have pierce cruz with us mm-hmm. uh artist extraordinaire so um yeah. are you a four on the enneagram last time i checked because this is a long time ago mm-hmm. or at least it feels a long time ago i believe i was a four wing three that's or three nice. ring four. Most certainly, positively, it's a four wing three, from what that I can sense. recall. Yeah. yeah. But I completely forgot all of the Enneagram lingo after that, after oh, that okay. moment of learning all about it. It's like, yeah, I forgot what four is, even though I did all this research during that time. <laughs> Maybe you've like fully integrated it into your mind and like you learned all the lessons you needed so you don't have to hold on to the. Yeah. Or it's all just like intuitively stuck there where it's like, I I don't know. Am I doing it? Like, you know, I'm probably doing it, but I just don't know I'm doing it. Oh, the Enneagram. Well, welcome, Pierce. We are excited to have you. Um, And I want to hear as much of your story as possible. So let's just dive right in. Um, So the first question we have for you is what drew you into the Salvation Army in the first place? What kind of got you hooked in? Um, well, I can definitely say the Croc Center was what got me hooked in. In fact, it was the Let the Music Begin program um, around 2005, um, initiating that and I guess the development of the, Croc, the Chicago Croc Center, which um, my grade school was one of the three that were right in that general area of the Croc Center. Mm-hmm. or where it was going to be built in West Pullman. So it was really the music program that really started my involvement. Um, I played the trumpets. I remember it was that long gold trumpet. I also had asthma. So my mom kept pointing out like, oh, this would be great for your lungs. Or like, you know, like, oh, this is so cool. You have asthma, but you're playing this. <laughs> um, so like that, that was like the hook. Like um, Vernon Lawson was like our conductor. I'm, I'm about, to, about to forget some music lingo because it's been kind of on and off for me because I'm more of a visual artist, ironically enough. But, you know, <laughs> but, but, the, but, you know, the Army coming to my grade school and coming to Higgins Community Academy was um, we, it was the first time we had like that sort of music involvement. Or at least as far as I remember, you know, I was a fourth grader. I think aside from that, we had the um, recorders in eighth grade, but it felt <laughs> yeah, weird going to that in eighth funny. grade when we had the trumpets and trombones. <laughs> like that can <laughs> But um, yeah, so like we had that. It was Vernon Lawson and Joe Kay that like were like our main two instructors that would come like once a week. Mm-hmm. At some point, well, let me... Um, I guess I'll try to like go as linear as possible. Um, yeah, we had that. I want to say that was 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. It, maybe it was a year before that. I just remember that at some point we were, I, we were my same band class. We were the first of the Croc Center kids to go to Wonderland camp in 2007. So that was like where the religious aspect of the Salvation Army especially kind of came in um you know this is my first time being away from my mom or any sort of relatives you know aside from like maybe the roach was my dad's side of the family um I remember being homesick I remember Birch Cabin I remember my first counselor was Chris White who also (laughs) convinced me to like you know like just keep pushing through and all that you know I was in Shagbark Band still remember that little theme song thing we made and all of that there or like the little music notes for that um and then you know yeah no it was we I guess for me I don't remember all the details of how I of my character at the time but I remember I got like the um one of those scholarships to go back to MMC the following year um it was the the Olsen it was like one of the Olsen scholarships. Um, yeah. And it was like a camper that like epitoned faith, hope, and courage. 
Mm. Like I remember that and I was second place in Shack Park band that year. Looking back on all this, I'm like, I had all this time. <laughs> I had all <laughs> like, like or looking like because everything just got so busy now for me now. Like, wait, wait, I did that. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah, like because of that and like meeting people there, like I was also part of like MMC TV. So like I got to get the audio visual parts and stuff or be a part of that. And like, you know, some of the kids I met from there, like I still kind of see in the army and stuff nowadays, or like, you know, you add everyone on Facebook. It was like the beginning of the yeah. Facebook my, MySpace integration. So like there are a lot of kids who, well, basically set from that first music camp visit in 2007, I basically just kept going. I almost, I, you could call it like a streak, like, okay, it's going to be a yearly thing for me in the summer. I'm just going to go to camp. Um, yeah, 2007 up until maybe 2012 was like me going to music camp nonstop, like, or at least going back to back consecutively and thinking about all the various people I met from those seven years that I still have on Facebook that it's like, wow, I don't see everyone as much anymore but it's also kind of fun to like see how everyone's grown slight tangent there was actually one kid that I remember from 2012 that I met at camp I wouldn't see him until 2018 at a walk the moon concert (laughs) and it was like it was really funny but it was also kind of like wow look at all these like worlds colliding or so even after like you know (laughs) years ago like oh hey how's it going (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know it's, it's those moments that I feel like I valued a lot with like all the relationships that I sort of started from that but um like you know yeah. I can't remember much of the religious part of it at the time but like you know it was yeah. there it was definitely there or especially near like the, that that the 2010s or stuff I remember going to prayer and praise nights mm-hmm. all of that Actually, even before all of that, because once again, the Crux Center was being developed and groundbroken and all of that, we used um, my grade school, Higgins, like we used our gymnasium as the church. Uh-huh. And it was, and I guess it was convenient for me because it was like, well, it, I know where it is. I go to school. Because before that, we, my mom was a part of like Salem Baptist Church, but I wasn't really into it. I was also a kid. It's like, I don't know these people. Right. <laughs> I guess it was like, I don't know these people to like oh I slowly got involved with the army and I slowly just started to know these people and it's like oh it kind of came to me (laughs) (laughs) it did literally come to you yes Mm -hmm. and then I want to say like you know aside from the prayer and praise nights I believe like the one of the first things I remember that I guess in terms of faith was band of survivors yeah and that was in 2013. That was also like my, once again, my first year not being a music camper, but still at Wonderland. Right. <laughs> and um, I remembered, because um, during that time, high school and stuff was just, well, it was high school. And like, you know, when it comes to identity and stuff, it really was kind of molding in like this very chaotic kind of way. Like, looking trying to look back at it all it's just kind of like okay there's been a lot of growth or you know a lot of development but like you know I remember like it was high school or at least that senior year as much as it felt lighthearted on like the outside it felt kind of dark on the inside mm-hmm. or it sort of like had the dark moments kind of seem bigger in that way but um it was interesting because Bands of Virus felt like that summer prelude to that year. So it was kind of like, it sort of also kickstarted that whole thing of like therapy and stuff too. Hmm. If it makes sense. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. And then like, you know, religious wise, you know, my faith was, well, it's always sort of like molding as time goes and stuff too. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, it's really hard to like, really say anything else because of like you know kept coming and going and stuff but like I had all these different opportunities to like I guess interact with like the community of other salvationists or like other kids who were like you could say outsiders like me because you know 
part of me is still trying to process that there's so much army lingo that I got to explain to other outsiders about what I do. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to go to, I, I'm doing BOS. I'm <laughs> um, doing BOS. I'm going to THQ. I'm going to DHQ. I'm going to, yeah. like, I got to go to see it. You see that building? That's CFLT. All the acronyms. All the acronyms. I really, oh. Go ahead. Oh, and, and I guess like in terms of like the rest of 2010s was like me working at Wonderland as a counselor and the like assistant counselor in 2014, then the main counselor for like 2015 to 16. Didn't go in 17, but I did visit. And then I was the creative arts manager in 2018, like the summer after graduation, which I had a lot of time. In, well, I used up a lot of energy for that one. <laughs> a lot but Aww. on the bright side a lot of those kids really did love me I will say that much so I guess you know in terms of impacting people like I at least did that much like it's still surreal to see you know I was a camper myself so you know I saw Chris when I did um cast I'm in 2019 yeah the summer missions trip but like seeing him when I was like also a kid but then I'm also like doing the amplify and overflow thing which I'm probably going to mention it again if it comes to those kind of questions but like yeah. seeing some of my same those campers getting older and having their deep voices it's like is this what this feels like <laughs> oh my goodness no stop like no we can, we can stop we can stay <laughs> but stop um I think growing. that's a general I think it's yeah. a general I hope that answered the question oh, yeah, oh that was really good yeah yeah I think some of the things that really stuck out and it's funny because like Pierce and I's, um, I don't know, journeys have kind of like paralleled and like we went to the, yeah, we went to the same college, not at the same time. Um, mm. In 2007, as like these things were happening with in Higgins, I started coming to the Salvation Army to Mount Greenwood, which is where yeah. Harvey's. We, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, oh my gosh. I remember because that's how we. We also did go to the Mount Greenwood Corps to do instrumental stuff. And then there was a girl there that I would eventually meet her at my high school because I went to the Chicago Agricultural High School that was down the street. Yeah. But then thanks for reminding me, you and Danielle were involved and you were both at my college. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like a fun thing. But some of the things that, you know, as we talked about that first question that really kind of, I don't know, were like themes were you know, the, the Salvation Army going out, like being in the communities and just kind of like not just staying in the building, right? Like they went out mm-hmm. and, and did different ministries and just got to know their neighbors, right? And then creativity is a huge thing, whether that was through music or art or whatever, like creativity is so much like the heart of the Salvation Army. And for such a creative person like you, like that is a huge draw and like a huge hook into a community and then community people, right. Um, kind of this idea of like, you know, we all have kind of felt like outsiders, but then walked into the Salvation Army and we're like, Oh, family, like, here's some weird people like me, like, Mm -hmm. you know? So I love that. No, that was a great answer to that first question. So moving into the second one, as of today, do you feel there is a place for you in the Salvation Army? And then just unpack that a little bit. You know, that's a good question because I feel like there definitely is. It's also just me trying to figure out my part of it because there's this thing about, I guess, being an artist where it's like, you know, there's this big world even outside the army. And it's like, I want to be involved with that just as much as here. So it's kind of like the freedom of it, I guess. Mm. I don't like being restricted. And it feels kind of restricting at the same time. Like, you know, the thought of officership, it's like, no, no, not, <laughs> not for this artist. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 because I think I'll have any time to make art ever again, or at least that comes into my head sometimes. Yeah. Or just, you know, you know, there's certain things where it's like, I don't know if my gut's going to want me to do this. Like, you know, literally in my gut, it's kind of like, I don't mind being on the community end of things and just like doing the things of just interacting with everyday people or so too 
And, you know, with COVID, that especially has made things even more kind of, you know, shifty because it's like, I barely feel like leaving the apartment. Right. <laughs> like, I, like, in terms of church, it's really just been relying on the live streams and stuff for church. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to physically do anything right now. But like, um, I mean, I feel like I've definitely got so many different versions of like where my place is because like, um, I did an internship with the HQ this summer um, and we were helping out with the Bible camps, the BBSs, vacation Bible schools, yes. Um, and like, you know, I definitely helped with like the art stuff, interacting with the kids and stuff for there. So it's like, that was a thing. Um, I remember being asked to like maybe help with art stuff at the Blue Island Corps, I believe. And I think yeah. I was forwarded something from another core too, but like, there's something, I don't know, there's something involved in like me trying to figure out like, do I want to commit to this or do I want to juggle stuff around at this point in time? Mm-hmm. I think it's a juggling thing that it's like I'm trying to restrict myself from doing again because if I juggle myself, I'll burn out easier or something now. Yeah. And it's like trying to moderate for that. But like, yeah. you know, even now, like I'm a part of the Bill Booth Theater Company um, at THQ so that's been like my involvement really between that and um, Amplify slash Overflow at DHQ so it's like you know there's still like so it's like there is that place for me with that um, mm-hmm. I guess it's also just at a simultaneous like crossroads or maybe a quarter life crisis for all I know I don't know <laughs> or you know all the different thoughts and stuff that are lingering between like okay what will the future bring and it's like I'm trying to go with the flow above all else, keep options open, just do what I can. So it's kind of like, you know, the place is there. It's just, am I ready for the place? Or it mm. sort of somewhere in that realm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. That was good. I liked that. The place is there. Am I ready for that place? That's an that's mm-hmm. a unique perspective like we haven't really heard that in our interviews yet and I really like that so this is not necessarily a question on here but it's kind of I just am curious so when you think of like I don't know commitment to the Salvation Army or like whatever that looks like in your head is like is it just officership or do you see other avenues to be like oh how do I ask this question it sounds like Pierce, you kind of talked about like uh, amplify, and I overflow, already yeah. forgot the other thing. Overflow. Um, yeah, overflow. Bill yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, build. Yeah, build booth. So it's like there's definitely like you have these commitments, like which are mm-hmm. maybe on a monthly basis and possibly mm-hmm. more regularly with build booth. Right? Is that maybe a weekly? Um, it- Weekly, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, monthly for Amplify Size Overflow because they're basically back to back. And then Bill Booth is weekly. But, um, yeah, so I like, think, I think those oh, are no, really ahead, sorry. cool. Sorry. Like, um, like, yeah, because you, you did talk about like officership, which I think, like, uh, in my episode, like, I talked about like how frequently people are promoting like being an officer, right, in Salvation Army mm-hmm. life places. Mm-hmm. But like what you're talking about, like Amplify and Bill Booth, that doesn't necessarily get promoted as much for people to like, I think Amplify is newish, right? Like that just kind of mm-hmm. started in the past year. It, it um, was, it's really like the revamp um, Metro Youth Gospel Arts. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I was not doing that as I, I wish I sort of did that when I was in a teen, I was a teen or so. But I didn't really get into it myself until 2019. Like, actually, 2019, 2020. So I didn't really finish it because <laughs> quarantine started. Yeah, of course. Like, as soon as I got involved, like, oh, I got a foster. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds but, like um, those those other opportunities and, like, that place of uh, making space for the visual art and dramatic arts is that what mm-hmm. theater arts um yeah the theater is kind of yeah. more definitely like where you're finding your place 
Is mm-hmm. that fair? Or, or at least the older I've gotten, the more it's like, wow, I just did not have time to practice this trumpet, which it's not even just because of laziness. It's also just like, this is an apartment that has <laughs> a wall of ears. I can't play this loud trumpet and be terrible at it in this apartment. <laughs> it's kind of like musical. And it's like, I don't have the money to get like the, you know, what do you call it? The soundproof like mute or something with the headphones it's like when am I gonna get that (laughs) so it's like when it came to like the musical commitments it's like you really don't shouldn't and it's like I don't know I don't like the idea of having to go somewhere else like like you know go to the core to practice because it's like that's gas (laughs) oh my gosh yes and gas now is especially just like "Mm, I had a thought about China's bike to Hoffman Estates Boop, I had that thought the other day it's like I might need to schedule a bike oh my gosh <laughs> oh no, no. Oh, I love it I'm though already... Pierce oh go ahead uh, you know it's funny because um you know it reached a point where it's like I'm already making a schedule for like okay how am I going to get to Hoffman Estates in the middle of rush hour going oh, to 294 <laughs> like you can go through the city on the way home because it'll be over by then <laughs> but going to right. yeah no we're taking this we're taking the toll route <laughs> my goodness yeah. it's it's uh, a trek it's a trek but yeah yes. i think that was that was thank you kiri for kind of going there because i was trying to figure out a way to ask that question but the the point being is that so many people i've heard traditionally say that they feel like stuck like the only way to really like fully commit is officership. But I love that you have found Mm -hmm. spaces to be and to be creative and to belong. And I think that that's really beautiful. So um, this next question, and you've already been talking about it. So if there's anything to add, I guess. But yeah, like what has helped you to feel like you belong in the Salvation Army? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess it's harder now because of like, you know, between the COVID and I mean, 2016 onwards with political stuff. And then like, there's like so many different contexts that like, I feel like I've accumulated internally that it's like, I really don't feel like saying this to stir up anything. But at the same time, it's like, I really want to. Mm -hmm. Like, so I could say it's been sort of hard for me to do stuff because of that. Because like, you know, um, I mean, like for instance, I'm gay. So it's like, I remember vividly the Pulse Massacre shooting in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was a Saturday night. I remember going to church that Sunday and I'm not going to say who did it, but someone basically gay bashed during that, like that sermon. And I was like, obviously just like, (laughs) it's could have been like, to describe it. it's kind of like there's so many things going on and it's like I want to add my two cents I don't feel like exerting this energy trying to debate about it with other people yeah. so it's been just kind of me just biting my tongue and just trying to listen in and just get all the different perspectives from like the outside in and just like I guess kind of like feel it out mm-hmm. I was always sort of a feeling out kind of person anyway no matter where I go so it's kind of like you know like you know, I'm still involved with the army because it's like they're deadly people who are more, you know, for my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's that part of me where it's like there's a lot of like old structures that sort of need to be taken down. And it's like mm. it'll happen. It's happening in its own way. And it's like, I guess I'm I'm like doing what I can to help out, at least with the artistic part, like keep in mind telling the kids like no please keep being you no matter what or try to at least express that to them like you know I don't know your story but please just keep going or anything like that mm-hmm. or at least try to sometimes it's easier said than done I understand that for them too <laughs> yeah. but like um in terms of like I guess the belonging because hmm. it's like the things I'm doing like there are those people that care and are there so it's like I always keep that in the forefront so it's like that's what's keeping me going but I guess it's also just like hmm hmm I actually kind of had a brain fart I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I have those frequently it's fine yeah especially when I'm like in deep conversation it's like 
huh, where was I going? Can <laughs> <laughs> you phrase the question one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like what are what has helped you to feel like you belong in the Salvation Army? Yes. The definitely the people that are like obviously the supportive ones there, the people that are like, you know, like what relationships I sort of do have. Which looking back on it now, I feel like well, all my relationships have been kind of shits because of the pandemic. So it's like, oh okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely like the people who are like trying to reach out to me or stuff, or like say, like, hey, can we you shoot like need you for art stuff? Or like they all say like they want to know my vision and all of that, or like my mm-hmm. perspective. So like, you know, it's those things where it's like, okay, that's good. That's great. Yeah. That's perfect, really. Um I guess it's also just a me thing too, because, you know, it's on one end, it's like the community is there, but then there's like this individualistic sense of like, not like individualism, but just like figuring myself out at the bare minimum, which I feel like, especially being in the church and like all the different like constricting viewpoints of, well, capitalism, really, <laughs> it's kind of like, what am I? Mm. And I guess that's where the art part comes in. It's like, I'm trying to give myself more time for art for that reason. But then it's like, well, I can't spend the entire time with the art. I still need to interact with other people too. <laughs> so it's like a weird balance right now of like the artwork I'm making with the people and stuff. And just what relationships that sort of exist and the people that are like checking in on me and stuff when they can. Though at the same time, I get really anxious when people do. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> communication has been hard. It's like, I, I get so overwhelmed <laughs> seeing any message on Messenger. I don't even have Sorry it on my that. phone. <laughs> no, 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 you're, no, you're fine. You're fine. It was also just like, it's not on my phone. So it's like, I don't go on my, I, it's really just a matter of me typing Facebook on my computer, but it's like, not today. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I might, I'm actually going to download Messenger again just to like at least know someone sending me a message and like, okay, I'm not ready right now. Let me just give myself a couple of hours. A there couple of hours. That works. The pandemic really did something, didn't it? Because like, you know, I feel like me being, I used to be more extroverted than I am now, but such mm-hmm. a people person, like, yeah, let's talk to all the people. And now I'm like, I need to emotionally and mentally prepared to answer this text message. <laughs> like, what mm. in the world? Oh, yes, I and that. I was, and it was so funny because, you know, I was basically sheltered growing up, like, you know, because where we lived at, um, it was like, I mean, there were shootings and stuff, but like, my mom just didn't really want to risk anything with me growing up so it's like there's a lot of social stuff that I didn't really have going into grade school and stuff so Wonderland camp was that in the community of people I met there Mm -hmm. but like you know once I went to college I felt like this bird out of its out of the cage because I also lived on campus Mm -hmm. (laughs) like in terms of the arc of living here I guess it's been like you know like you know a bird out of his cage just socializing meeting all these different people I mean 2016 Mm -hmm. definitely shifted that of course too like, mm-hmm. oh, ooh, okay, so some of these people are definitely not who I should be interacting with, but I'm still going <laughs> to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and still try to be, be a, you know, still be, like, you know, the best I can be in spite of all that. It gets harder depending on who it is. I mean, the world is basically on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying basically, but it's like, you know. But, um, <laughs> but, like, there is something about, I guess, coming back home after college where it was like, I don't of the community I sort of made it's like okay I sort of need to make one now and I've done that I have done that it's also just at the same time like I don't want to risk getting COVID because of that yeah <laughs> or now because of that because I was because I was always sort of like an extrovert or introvert or depending on who or so like, you know, there's definitely moments where it's like, oh yeah, I could definitely talk to everyone, but there are definitely moments where it's like, all right, my energy's spent. I'm going to go and recuperate. And it's been mostly over recuperation, but also like, I, eh, eh, people, yeah. um, it, it, or if anything, it's like the winter months really make it worse. Like, yeah, I just want to hibernate for the winter. <laughs> Yes. Hibernation is good. Always convinced every year. 
especially when it gets to like the frigid cold temperatures and it's like yeah let me just not just do anything like i'll see everyone in spring groundhog right. day passed like yeah. okay yeah. i'll see you guys in six weeks <laughs> yes we as a society should adopt hibernation everybody mm-hmm. just hibernates for the winter and then we come back out when it's spring mm-hmm. and we enjoy life like i feel like we would be a much happier world for that like and that's really know. what i want that's really what I really want for everyone. I just want everyone to be happy, but dang, is it such a hard trek to do? Right. Or is it such a challenge? It's like, I feel like it's one of those, like, I don't know, I thought of nights or something uh-huh. going on, like, that that um whole trip to, like, the princess's tower or something, except it's just trying to, like, do the most mundane thing for human rights. <laughs> it's like, I'm just trying to make everyone happy and live a healthy life. What do you mean I got to go through all these challenges <laughs> tribulations? <laughs> oh it's God. a lot harder than it seems like it should be yeah, yeah. for at sure at least there's that illusion but it's like everything feels doable it's just a matter of how are we going to do it exactly <laughs> how are we going to do it but that kind of leads us into this um last question where are you headed next where is God bringing you next so yeah, I'm especially on the I don't know part of that. Um, it's okay. That's an answer. Um, yeah, it's definitely an I don't know. Um, I'm trying to do a new sort of technique where I'm just trying to go with like my gut more. Mm. So like, you know, I'm trying to keep options open. Yeah. Or at least, you know, like once again, like, you know, I, I can't respond as soon as possible to things. So it's like, eh, let me just fill it out, wait it out. Like, I guess in turn, because like that might be God's like guide for me right there. Like, yeah. you never like, you know, there's that push and it's like, I'm sort of at that point where it's like, I'm doing what I can, but I'm also like waiting, mm. sort of waiting for like that internal like nudge, like go for it. Like, okay. Yeah. But like in the meantime, like, you know, right now I'm a remote instructor um, one of the nonprofits that I was freelancing for that, that I was able to find after graduation, which is really funny, had three different nonprofit like involvements after graduation. And one of them led to a part-time job and I got laid off in the oh. pandemic. The other and the other two, like they stepped in the pandemic and they sort of restarted. It's just one of them, I guess I'm on hiatus now because of my involvement with the other as mm. the remote instructor for the After School Matters program. And I guess in terms of like what direction I'm going with that, it's just like, well, these are teens. I'm not used to teaching teens in art, mm. but like, I'm just trying to just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Or like, that's the primary income right now. I technically really should be making more art to live because of that it's like doesn't feel like it's enough so it's kind of like okay so you know if there's any options that are coming my way in terms of like okay any other artistic employment that's also part-time or so I guess it's like I really got to start like processing options when those come forward or come back because it's now it's now hitting my head where it's like there were like you know there was a core that asked like could you be part-time? I wasn't ready at the point, but now it's like, I'm ready now, but I'm scared to ask again. Oh, man, D- just do it. Do just it. ask. Yeah. The, I'm sure they, that it wouldn't hurt. No. It, wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. No. But like, other than that, it's really just been like, you know, I'm, once again, I'm just trying to wait for that inspirational part of the warmth of spring to come through so I can go outside at the very least and go on my walks with my sketchbook because that's really the other thing that I was I actually made as a routine in the summer was like okay I was out in my sketchbook going to like the park or so walking to the park just walking in nature you know just enjoying the scenery and stuff and I feel like that's been great too especially for the artistic aspect but also just like you know just seeing all the things that God created in nature and stuff you know just yeah. yeah, those experiences. So I guess it's kind of like I'm sort of like trying to do what I can until that hits, so that I can try to nudge myself to do a bit more, mm-hmm. get a bit more done, but also try not to pressure myself, regardless. 
it's one of those things where it's like no matter what has happened no matter how stressed I get things kind of work out mm-hmm. and it's kind of like okay kind of just skip the stressing out part and just you know just have the things will work out it's fine yeah. I guess that's stoicism or something maybe that's what that is I, I don't think I I don't know enough about stoicism we'll we'll have to all the listeners will have to look it up we're gonna google it or, or or it's either that or or basically whatever the meaning of I'm trying to stress it about life because things will work out and I can I'm gonna get to where I'm getting eventually yes there you go the, it's like you know I'm trying to figure out like what are the two different ways of like combining it's like you know the people who aren't religious I guess yeah and the people who are because that's the other yeah. thing too is like I want to reach out to people who aren't religious too it's like you know yes it's like that's the other thing too it's like I don't want to I don't know I think the other part of me like wanting that freedom and stuff too it's like I want to reach out to everybody and not everyone's yeah. a Christian and at the same time it's like I can't blame them if they aren't it's like it's their life right. they got to do what they can this is their journey such the general direction i love it, I hope it that answers <laughs> a question for sure yeah. and it's valid to but say I... I don't know and mm-hmm. i am open like i am waiting for you know whether that's the holy spirit or your gut or however you want to you know word it you'll know you'll know mm-hmm. when there's an opportunity that you need to walk in. And I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and it sounds like you just, oh, go ahead. You know, cause that was definitely somewhat of how I got into certain things because it was like, you know, I was doing the one thing or like, you know, and then the other opportunities kind of just come out of nowhere. And it's like, um, sure. Or like I give <laughs> myself time to do it. And then it's like, it happens, but like, yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Amanda? Um, I don't know. Um, I had a brain fart. See, exactly. I was like scared brain to stop. I was like, wait, no. Episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the secret cool. title of the episode. It is going to be. Uh, please put that in the description or the title. Oh, wow. Whatever. Okay. And then yeah, on the opposite sure. end, it's like when you have so many thoughts and you just spew out brain vomits. Right. I remembered <laughs> making a sketch for that at one point. I was like, if I talk to people, I get ideas better. And I just say, it's basically brain vomit. Because those <laughs> ideas can bounce back to me if I need it to. Yeah. <laughs> or if, like the person engaged or so. But it's funny, you mentioned open. And I was like, yeah, I'm open to commissions too. But also like yeah. the kind of like thing where it's like, I don't want to be rushed. But if you want a commission. <laughs> like, <laughs> do, you, do you have like a website or like a, how could people get in touch with you? for contacting um, those commissions? That's a good question. I'm trying to figure out. I have the website, but I'm trying to figure out how can people specifically go towards me for commissions? I mean, I guess it's like you just message me and I'll try to get to you when I can. Okay, cool. But um, yeah. I have my main website, um, piercecruise.com. Awesome. Basically my middle, name, middle initial. Um, I have like a web store there for like work, digital pieces that I'm trying to trying to make more digital pieces too but that's been hard because I just don't want to look at a screen (laughs) (laughs) or it's like all the stuff about screens it's like uh can I at least limit it to like the phone maybe because everything else just seems like an extra lot and even then it's like I don't even want to be on the phone I just want to like listen to like YouTube like yeah 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 I'm actually on a trial for premium and it's been really nice it's just it costs 15 bucks so I might I'm okay with going back to the (laughs) <laughs> I'm okay with going back to the ads after that's over. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. Well, we'll but, we'll put the website. We'll put your website in like the show notes so people yes. can check that out. And it too. connects to the socials too from there. And I okay. feel like there's an email thing on the about me or contact me as well. So awesome. It should work out that way. But once again, no rush for everyone, including me. <laughs> for everyone, including me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Because oh, I feel like because the art making process is definitely just like, look, I don't think my body's going to make me want to do this today. So, right. you know, I'm trying to go mm-hmm. with what the body is desiring. And it's like, like, because like, you're not a factory. Like, right. Yeah, I'm not a right. factory. It's like, I can't just do it all willy nilly. Like, there are definitely days where it's like, you know, what? I feel like drawing all these things today. And there are days where it's like, 
maybe I can draw a small sketchbook piece, but that is it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But then there's also the financial factor too. That doesn't help for a lot of things too. It's like, I don't have the money to do this. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, stuff like that happens. It's weird. It's weird. Weird, but also <laughs> like, it's, it's also becoming a system of its own for my head of like, okay, get an idea of how I can function. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, Pierce, you're so wonderful. And I'm so glad that we were able to have this conversation. And I just really love your cre- creativity and your love for others and your joy. Like all of those things really stick out to me when I think of you. Like you are just such a blessing to be around. And I'm just really grateful that you are part of the Salvation Army family. Like, and that you have spaces where you belong and you just, I just love it. Like, I'm really glad that we ended our season with you because I think it, I don't know. I just really like you and I'm glad that you were here with us. Um, oh, yeah, but thank you. I, just, too. <laughs> um, I want to just kind of close up our time uh, with a couple things at the very end, we're going to do, Um, Just a few moments of silence. What we've been doing in this series is just taking that silence as a time to pray over our guest. So we'll pray over peers silently. And then at the very end, I'll say amen. And then we'll wrap up our session um, or our season. Uh, But I also want to say that to all of the people who have been listening, I hope that you have been challenged and I hope that you have been blessed and encouraged and that you have heard something that you resonated with. Um, and we have heard a lot of things we have heard, you know, I don't know if I belong. We've heard, no, I don't belong right now. Or yes, I do belong. And we've heard of, we've heard a lot. And I really love that because it's okay. Wherever you are, like if you're wrestling with whether or not you belong, okay, like you're where you're right. You're, you're in a good spot. Like you're not alone, you know, wherever you are, you're not alone. Um, you know, that our hearts here, like in this podcast is that we love the Salvation Army. We love Jesus more, but we love the Salvation Army. We're able to look at it in a way that is critical, like, you know, but in love. And so there are things that we need to work on. And then there's things that are really beautiful. And one of those things that I feel like I have to say every single episode, it was about community. It was about people like that is what I think is really special in the Salvation Army is that we have such a beautiful community of people. And I think we need to remember that, especially in our day and age where it's so easy to cancel people who are different than you or to um, tear people down because they have an opposing, you know, political view or whatever it is. Like it's really easy in this cancel culture that we have created. However, what if, what if we really dug into community even more and we were more intentional and we figured out ways to interact with one another in love, even with those differences that we have, like, what does that look like for us, for you in your context? And so even though the season is coming to an end, the work is not done. Like, and we can journey with each other and encourage each other in this walk as we figure out, is there a place for me in the Salvation Army? How can I make a place for other people in the Salvation Army? Like, what does that look like? You know, so continue to be encouraged, continue to dig in. If you ever want to have a conversation, we've got people like Pierce and Rob and Chantel and just like all of the people that we've contacted that I'm sure would love to have a conversation with you. And of course, me and Kiri are always here to do that, like such a big part of us doing this podcast. And I am volunteering, Kiri, um, but cool. such a big part of this was to create a community Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are. And so we love you. Like I pray for you regularly, those who listen and just know that you're not alone and wherever you are, God is moving and he is leading and he is working. And if that's in the army, beautiful. If it's outside the army, beautiful. 
Like we love you just the same. So let's go ahead and have a few moments of, of, uh, silence as we pray. And then we will, um, close with an amen and, uh, see you later. Okay. So let's take some moments in silence. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Pierce. Yeah, thanks, thank Pierce. You. So thank wonderful. you. This is probably the first podcast I've actually been on, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think there may be another one. I don't know. It's been a while if it has. <laughs> I just remember my friends and I were planning on doing something like that for the longest time or maybe even a YouTube channel, but it's just hasn't happened. Uh-huh. That's okay. But, it'll happen know, someday. Is, oh, yeah. I'm not in a rush. I mean, it'll happen eventually. Or no rush. I no like rush. No rush. <laughs> well, Zane, I feel like um, this is a time where you should insert clap reel uh, for Pierce, who's um, on here for the first time. So confetti? can we do like confetti? Confetti popping? Insert confetti. <laughs> insert, um, it's like it's a... It's so audio, one of those reels. You, like what kind of audio is confetti sound? So Zane, <laughs> he's creative. So yeah, he'll do it. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Pierce. Thank you, Kiri. Thank you, guys. Kiri for being here today. Thank you, Amanda. My yeah. co-host and <laughs> I, your co-host. And now I'm just saying things. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Wrapping it up. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you. (laughs) See you guys soon. Yeah. Yes. Did you stop recording? No. (laughs) I know these years have weighed me down. I know these years have put a strain on us. I've learned through these storms that pass me by Strength comes in the night Your strength comes in the night